You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. When you're a new podcaster, you may need a little help setting everything up. Like us at Into Tomorrow, you may want a company who's there when you need them who actually picks up the phone when you call. Well, that's Blueberry Podcasting. Call 1-877-729-8642 or go to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. It's the Into Tomorrow broadcast for the weekend of Friday, August 26th. That's the day before August 27th, which is Horatio's birthday. A week after my birthday. Yeah. That's how we should look so, at it. So happy belated to you. I mean, not that I'm trying to lessen H's birthday. Happy birthday, yes, H. Yes, you are. But it's the end of my birthday week. <laughs> exactly one week later yeah. from Chris's birthday. There you go. Um, but we are tuned into tomorrow. Did I mention that? It is our 27th year bringing you the latest in consumer tech of all kinds of things, gadgets and gizmos and products and services and websites and apps, all sorts of things available today and into tomorrow. And I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. You sure? Yeah. We got some tech news and commentary. And then Robert joins us with a question about a PC utility or a device that he wants to do something like converting some speech to text. And we're going to see if we can't help him with that. Well, and before we get to our tech news, we want to remind you that two weeks from today, we'll be coming to you from uh, Berlin, Germany. From Berlin. Berlin. Deutschland. Yes. That's uh, right. From- with our coverage of the 2022 edition of IFA. We covered it last year, well, the year before via last. Zoom. Oh, last yeah. year they didn't have it at all. Last year they canceled oh, it all together. Oh, right, that's right. Yeah. In 2020, we covered it virtually. We did. Because they had a kind of a hybrid event, but we couldn't go at the time. Not because we are we. we as Americans because, could not travel right. to Europe. They weren't letting <laughs> Europeans weren't letting Americans into the continent. Correct. Yeah. So we had to do everything virtually, which worked out. We still had a lot of coverage, yeah. but nothing beats being there. And physically, we will be there because next week's best of broadcast is going to be while we're traveling there and getting everything set up and starting a bunch of interviews. And hopefully we come back with a September month's worth is the plan of all kinds of cool interviews, which, by the way, that I mentioned will also be on video so you can see the products. And stay tuned to our site while we're out there, intotomorrow.com, because we'll we'll share some news and some things and tidbits of things that are coming out of EFA during the week. That's one of the great things that H and his team are really good at, because he was unable to travel with us this year. He's been there before, of course, to EFA, but he and his team are going to be putting some posts up throughout the week of cool announcements and keynote highlights and just all sorts of neat stuff. We'll have some keynote highlights as well, too, probably in part two or three of our IFA coverage. Again, Probably. all of September. Stay tuned. And have you subscribed to our free podcasts yet? I have. I know you have. I'm talking to everyone else listening. I subscribe to it on uh, Amazon Music on my phone. I subscribe to it on Apple Music on the tablet. So I get it, you know, everywhere on different platforms. So you have us kind of in stereo. I do. And sometimes I listen to both at the same time. Different shows. That's a different show. It's so great. That's going to be freaky enough. Wow. 
So how about some tech news and commentary before we get to Robert and other calls this hour? All right. Meta has reached a $37.5 million settlement of a lawsuit accusing the parent of Facebook of violating users' privacy by tracking their movements through their smartphones without permission. No, they would never. Big surprise. They did, of course. A preliminary settlement of the proposed class action was filed this past week in San Francisco federal court and still requires a judge's approval. It resolved claims that Facebook violated California law and its own privacy policy by gathering data from users who turned off location services on their mobile devices. The users said that while they did not want to share their locations with Facebook, the company nevertheless inferred where they were from their IP uh, address or Internet protocol and used that information to send them targeted advertising. Mm. Uh, Not surprisingly, Meta denied any wrongdoing in agreeing to settle. Oh, of course, because (laughs) they're just good doobies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Here's an idea. If they settle, they're usually guilty. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Not always, but in their case, always. Yeah. Gotcha. Kellogg's took its Frosted Flakes mascot, Tony the Tiger, to Twitch with a two-hour live stream last week that pitted Tony against popular streamers as they played a battle royale game. The Tony the Tiger's great cereal bowl of greatness. Oh, dear Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a live stream created with Twitch's brand partnership studio. It enabled fans to interact with the mascot turned VTuber via real-time chat and polls. Gee, I'm so sorry I missed that. Yeah, I don't mind Frosted Flakes, but I don't think I would have joined Twitch for that episode because who cares? But I am curious if anyone listening did. What did you think of it? Was it fun? Was it interesting? Was it ho-hum? Was it great? Please, let's move on. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to hear you say great again. Why not? Because oh, it's not great. No, it was it's great. Uh, streaming service Roku has just made a massive deal that will find the platform adding a number of popular movies to its catalog. Lionsgate and Roku struck an agreement for the Roku channel as a way to acquire the film studio's new movies after they finished their run on Stars. The outlet also added that it is a multi-year output arrangement and covers theatrical releases starting this year. Speaking about the new deal, Jim Packer, president of Worldwide Television Distribution at Lionsgate, said this agreement affirms the great demand for first-run studio movies across a broad array of platforms. So first they're on Stars, Right. And then they get to Roku. Correct. But isn't Stars a second-rate channel anyway? They it don't get, to, they don't get first-run movies anyway. It used to be. So by the time you get it on your Roku, it's, you know, third-hand or something. Maybe. I mean, go to Blockbuster and rent the DVD. <laughs> Good luck with that. But but see, Stars is owned by Lionsgate, which is why it would it would have the first run movies from Lionsgate Studios on Stars, the well, first run. And there are they have some decent movies. Yeah, I think. Now, Chris, you've said that you'd never get an EV because you like the sound of an engine. Yes. Well, Dodge is out to make some noise with its Charger Daytona SRT. It's a concept electric vehicle engineered to produce 126 decibels of noise with its patented sound tech chamber, which is located where the exhaust pipe would be. The SRT also has an erupt electromechanical gear shifting system that sounds out the nostalgic feel of the car. Okay. Would that cover you? Maybe. You still wanted the roar of a real engine. Yeah. Gotcha. 
A bipartisan group of U.S. senators and members of Congress have released a new version of a bill that aims to make it easier for news organizations to bring the likes of Google and Meta to the negotiating table. The lawmakers said in a statement that the Journalism Competition and Preservation Act would remove legal obstacles to news organizations' ability to negotiate collectively and secure fair terms from the gatekeeper platforms that regularly access news content without paying for its value. The legislation would, for instance, offer eligible digital publishers limited safe harbor from federal and state antitrust laws. This latest attempt would allow publishers with fewer than 1,500 full-time employees and non-network news broadcasters to collectively negotiate with certain platforms over access to their news content. Hmm. I wonder how that's going to work out. I don't know. I mean, you know, but as somebody who's worked in kind of news for the last, you know, kind of four years. This is tech news yeah. and um, commentary. You know, I, I would kind of agree that, you know, these news organizations generally should be kind of compensated somehow for the news that's being shared free of charge on all these platforms. As long as it's not fake news. Exactly. Okay. Users can now repair their Google Pixel phones at home with a new kit from the company and iFixit. The price can be as low as $23 or as high as $193, depending on the phone model in question. But if you've got a Google Pixel, you might be able to repair it at home now and not have to pay a fortune. Well, I still have to pay a fortune because I've got an iPhone. Well, you, that's why I said you don't have a Google Pixel phone because yeah. you, you're an iPhoney. We've got to bring you over to the bright Dark side, side the no. bright side. Nope, not going to happen. After announcing the end of its deal with Hulu in March, NBC Universal is moving NBC shows to its own streaming service, Peacock, on September 19th. I still say that that's the worst name for a streaming service. Well, because but... it's owned by Comcast. Of course, <laughs> they're going to come up with goofy stuff. Uh, Comcast owned NBC Universal, which has a 33% stake in Hulu, reclaimed rights to a number of titles earlier this year. Beginning next month, viewers will need a Peacock Premium account to stream next-day episodes of current Bravo and NBC shows, such as Saturday Night Live, The Tonight Show, America's Got Talent, and Below Deck. In addition to fan favorites like the Law & Order franchise, upcoming NBC series like Quantum Leap will also call Peacock their exclusive streaming home. Wow. No surprise there. Of course they were going to do that. It's their content. They want to make sure they have it exclusively. Or share some of it later after everyone's watched it on Peacock. I do like the uh, the Down Under series, though. Below Deck? Yes. <laughs> well, they, they have a new Below Deck Down Under. Oh, I see. That's, oh. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> right. But I... But I, 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 I I'm going to blame this... Um, this uh, I call it Damodol, but what is it? Uh, Tramadol. Tramadol, because of my neck and back post-COVID pain still. Well, you shouldn't have got COVID. It, Oh, oh, is it really? It was, was that, that easy? Was that easy? Yeah. So the month I spent in the hospital two years ago. It could have I, been avoided by just not getting COVID. Oh, silly me. <laughs> well, I think I should retire. Okay. Because it's back pain. Does, nothing works. Well, just don't fully retire. I'll retire. Stay on for at least an hour a week. An hour. Uh, okay. I'll retire <laughs> for everything but an hour a week. Oh, and our 60-second daily features. Oh, there you go. I won't retire those. Okay. I'll retire this three-hour show, though, to an hour a week. Podcast. We'll see how many angry calls we get now. Don't be angry. Just subscribe to our free <laughs> podcasts and you won't miss any of us. Or won't miss us at all. I don't think people miss us anyway. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> of course they would. Wouldn't they? I don't know. Okay. We'll Anybody listening, would you miss us if we were not here every week? 
Gosh, if we don't get a single Crickets. response, I'm going to yes, I'm going to be very sad. And then you know what? I'll threaten it now. I'll retire altogether. Okay. If nobody misses us, I that's it. I'm done. And I guess the rest of us are going to have to get real jobs. You've been in radio. It's not a real job. Anyway. We'll have to get real jobs. Oh, right. Yeah. There you go. Good luck with it. Yeah. A parent of a 13-year-old girl is suing Facebook and its parent company Meta. They seem to have been in a lot of uh, Man, tech news this week. We, a lot. And, and not only a lot of tech news, but a lot of lawsuits yeah. and, and slaps on the wrist and bad boy. and Oh, wow. Yeah, you know, alleging that the company failed to take ordinary care that users were not harmed by excessive use of the social media platform. Uh, Cecilia Tesh's daughter, who is a minor and referred to as RP throughout the complaint, is described as a heavy user of Facebook. The lawsuit states that Tesh's daughter began using Facebook at the age of seven and quickly began engaging in, quote, addictive and problematic use of the platform. It says that RP's interest in other activities declined and her sleep suffered due to constant notifications from the social media app. The complaint also alleges that the content shown to RP on Facebook and the recommendations made by the app led to her developing issues such as body dysmorphia, eating disorder, self-harm, severe anxiety, depression, and a decrease in motivation to do schoolwork or socialize with her family and peers. Oh, they should sue them. They should. But, and this might be an unpopular you know, uh, opinion, there's something to be said about a seven-year-old girl on Facebook and yeah. what her parents allow and yeah. disallow. Very true. Mom and Dad, you got to play a role in this. Take the phone away. Yeah. Not let the seven-year-old, for crying out loud, be on. They're not supposed to be on unless they're 13 anyway. Which is federal law. Yeah. So mm, that's why I see that being tossed out, unfortunately, based mm-hmm. on that alone. And how about some parental responsibility? Mm-hmm. Speaking of responsibility, uh, I used to subscribe to, remember that movie pass thing, the Netflix-like subscription service for movie theaters? Yeah. Well, it shut down three years ago. They're coming back. I heard about that. The new movie pass will launch on September 5th, right around the corner, Ooh. while we're in Berlin. Last November, movie pass co-founder Stacy Spikes bought the company back after its parent company went bankrupt. According to their website, prices will vary depending on each market, but the general prices will be $10, 20 or $30, MoviePass said. They also said on their website that its new service will feature all major theaters that accept major credit cards throughout the U.S. Hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to do it again. I didn't go to as many movies as I could have taken advantage of, but maybe there's a shot. Maybe. Robert in Atlanta, who's one of those smart folks that subscribes to our free podcast, welcome into tomorrow. Is there a PC utility or a device that can convert speech to text? No. Next call. (laughs) No, no, no. I'm just kidding, Robert. Of course there is. In fact, there are plenty But you may have to pay depending on how much you want to transcribe. Now, if you're thinking about dictation, for example, you may be able to get away with using some free websites like voice-to-text or speech notes. They won't be as accurate as software like Dragons Naturally Speaking, for example, which is trained to your voice. But they'll be reasonably okay. And you can, of course, tweak as you go. Naturally Speaking's Home Edition, the cheapest one available, costs about 150 bucks. Yeah, now, if you want to transcribe pre-recorded audio files, you're pretty much looking at either a paid software or a paid online service. 
Microsoft 365 includes limited audio transcription. Uh, You can open a Word document and select Home, then Dictate, and then Transcribe and upload your audio file. Uh, That'll be a good choice if you're transcribing less than uh, 300 minutes of audio a month, but it does have that limit of 300 minutes a month. Yeah, and how would you know? I mean, of course, it adds it up as you're going, but maybe you don't know if that would work for you or not. Mm -hmm. Now, between software and online services, online services are the best choice since they largely rely on Amazon's, Google's, Microsoft's, or IBM's speech-to-text engines, which are constantly being improved behind the scenes. You can look into automated services like Happy Scribe, which will charge you 20 cents a minute. Yeah, you can go the manual route, too, and look into Fiverr or Amazon's Mechanical Turk, uh, on which a human will be able to type up the text for you. It'll take longer, but it will be more accurate from the start. Yeah, but also perhaps more costly in the long run, we'll have to see. Robert, all this information for you and anyone else curious about the same subject is available for you on this Father's Day weekend, the weekend of June seventeenth, 2022, Hour 3, at intotomorrow.com. Nothing is more important than protecting your family and property. That's why you should make a free call right now to Vivint, the number one smart home services provider in the U.S. Vivint will make your home safer and more secure with a state-of-the-art system that's so simple to use. Vivint smart home specialists provide award-winning monitoring of your system 24-7, 365 to respond to any emergency, even when you can't. And with the 4.5-star rated Vivint smart home mobile app, control your entire house from anywhere. Locks, cameras, security system, all at your fingertips on your mobile device. Call Vivint now and get a free quote, professional installation, and full smart home service for as little as $2 per day. Equipment purchase or service agreement required. Conditions apply. Call now. A smart home is a safer home. So protect your family and your property, home or business, with a Vivint smart home system. Call 800-689-3005. 800-689-3005. That's 800-689-3005. 800-689-3005. Into Tomorrow continues on this Father's Day weekend. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by HughesNet. Enjoy more of everything the Internet has to offer. If you'd like more info, text RADIO to 35000. And then stay tuned because we'll be joined by Scott Williams, the CEO of a company called Whisklift, talking about the digital divide and how they're helping to connect people to the Internet in a very interesting way. It is very interesting. Uh, we're going to tell you it has to do with tethered drones. What? That can stay in the air for 30 days. <laughs> yes, so pretty cool. You want to stay tuned for that at intotomorrow.com. The cool Into Tomorrow Hot Summer Giveaway. We've got goodies for you, a whole bunch of them, like 10 grand worth of stuff that we're giving away this summer during the big summer giveaway. All you need to do is call in, be heard on the air. It's that easy. It's that simple. You could win stuff like... If you've got trouble with your cell phone signal, you get the SureCall provided their Fusion to Go Max cell phone signal booster for your vehicle. Hampton Products International sent us a bunch of very cool smart home stuff, like security lights with cameras, pan and tilt indoor cameras, smart power strips, and lots more. 
Casio provided their CTS-1000V keyboard that can speak words valued at $450. And it's really cool. I mean, it does actually speak words as you hit the keys. From bike.com, $1,500 Denago 48-volt electric bike goes to some lucky listener that is heard on the air. Western Digital gave us uh, sent several of their 256 gigabyte SanDisk iExpand wireless phone charger with automatic backups and uh, several 2 terabyte WD Black P10 external gaming hard drives. How about this from Pivo? They're pod active. It captures video and images with 360 degree motion tracking, target exposure, and auto zoom. They sent a bunch of those worth 150 bucks each. Or Bob the Mini Dishwasher. You can sit right there on your countertop from Dantech. There you go. Tiki Tunes, Bluetooth speakers from Limitless Innovations. These are really cool sounding Bluetooth speakers with LED flickering flame effect. We love it, and they sent us a bunch to share with you. Tivic Health, these were very popular in last year's giveaway, sent a few of their clear-up microcurrent devices to relieve congestion from colds, flu, and allergies. And it's so easy to win these goodies. How does one participate and then end up winning? You could call the Ask Dave hotline at 800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686. Use the free Into Tomorrow app for your iOS or Android device. Or you can uh, participate in a very similar way on our site by clicking that Ask Dave microphone. That's all for you right there at intotomorrow.com. And if you do that, just give us your first name, where you're joining us from, and how you hear the show. You don't need to be tech-savvy to record and publish your own podcast, but we're guessing listeners of Into Tomorrow would pick it up easily. And it's also less costly than you might imagine. Plans start at just $12 a month. Go to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com to start your free trial. Welcome back into Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. During our 27th year covering the latest in consumer tech. And, of course, that includes things like products and services, gadgets and gizmos, all sorts of things available today and into tomorrow. Aren't we clever? And, of course, when you participate on the program, you make the show. Your questions, your help for other listeners, your tech rage that you like to share with us, whatever the case We want to hear from you, and you can do it anytime, 24-7, at your convenience. We want you to know that your calls, your participation, as I say, really make the show and help so many other listeners with similar questions or concerns. So join us anytime, 24-7, at 800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686, or... Feel free to download the free Into Tomorrow app. Just search those two words in your favorite app store. And then mash that message to studio button on the app. Tap our app and participate that way. Or a way that folks are generally participating these days, use the Ask Dave Mike button at intotomorrow.com on any device with a browser and a microphone. And participate that way again at your leisure. 
The pandemic made the ability to access computers and high-speed Internet a daily necessity. Yet tens of millions of people across the country lack the reliable connection needed for things like work and school and shopping and telehealth, for example. Our next guest is here to talk about that digital divide and what they're doing about it. The CEO of Whisk Lift is Scott Williams. Scott, welcome into tomorrow. How are you, sir? I'm great. Thanks for having us, Dave. It's a pleasure that you could join us. What are, first of all, tell me a little bit about Whisk Lift, and then let's get into some of those digital divides that you guys talk about. Absolutely. So Wisconsin Telelift, or Whisk Lift, as you call it, we're a Wisconsin-based company. And effectively, what we do is we use a tethered drone uh, to put out flying cell phone towers or Wi-Fi networks, so any type of Internet of Things type network, um, and we can move them around. We call them dynamic networks because you can prioritize them to go to a major event like a concert or to help a school out uh, uh, if they need a remote connection, that type of thing. So I'm imagining, especially in a catastrophe scenario, uh, whether it be a tornado or hurricanes or any number of various things that could cause uh, outages, then you guys could use your tethered drones to distribute Internet at that point? You're absolutely right, Dave. The technology was designed for emergency and disaster response. So just like you say, hurricanes or, you know, if there's a bomb that knocks out a cell phone tower like in Tennessee, we can come in and and put in a 4G or 5G network and put a long distance Wi-Fi. Uh, But what we found is it can be used for all kinds of things from day-to-day activities, something as simple as there's 10,000 people attending an event, and uh, the, the network that's there is just not sufficient. We can uh, help it out and boost it up by putting a drone overhead. Oh, that's cool. So it doesn't have to be any disaster or something. It could just be an event in various venues where they, you, know, you want folks perhaps to, to uh, get out the word on anti-social media or something about their event. Oh. Well, they can't do that if they don't have Internet access generally. So you can provide that. You're absolutely right. I mean, the idea behind dynamic networks is day to day, you use them for things like a parade or, a, you know, even a, a craft fair in downtown in small cities across the country. And then as the priority shifts and we have an emergency, a major pile up on a highway or a wildfire, we can drive it over there, throw the drone back up and you've got a new network there. So moving around as needed and, uh, and when we're fired. And, and what are these drones tethered with or, or by? How, how does that part work, and how long can they stay up typically? Great question. So the tether is actually what I like to refer to as an, um, an umbilical. It's just an electrical cable, oh, okay. and uh, we run 400 volts of DC power up there, but uh, we run it off of a, a generator, or you can plug it in just like a dryer on a, on a 220 circuit. Uh, the, the aircraft itself that we use, Telelift, can fly for 30-plus days continuous. So you can put it up there, uh, fly it for a month, bring it down, inspect it, and go right back up, which wow. is uh, quite a long time. And uh, as long as you've got power at the ground via generator or, or from infrastructure, you're good to go. So is that same cable that's providing power, you know, now I'm getting a little too techie probably but <laughs> for, for some in our audience, but the same cable that's providing power, is that also providing the communications link, the, the link to the Internet at that point? 
we actually use a separate cable. So we can do a couple different things. We we can either run a second cable or we can do a wireless wire from miles away. So uh, uh, right now we're able to do a 15-mile point-to-point uh, to the aircraft in the air and then put large coverage areas off of that. So um, if you want something really secure, we can actually run a fiber optics line up as well and, uh, and have a separate secure hard line as well. So a lot of different options. Very cool. I mean, certainly the, the options are wide and varied. How high does it typically fly? Or again, does that depend on what area you're trying to cover? Oh, a great question, Dave. It, typically, we fly about 100 feet, and that has to do with the dissipation of the radio waves. Uh, most of the most of the radios we use, if you get above 100 feet, it, it starts to go out. We can fly as high as 400 feet. Uh, but because of aviation restrictions, we, we really like to stay under that 200-foot tower uh, restriction because we're kind of like a temporary tower. So yeah. uh, you can go higher, but 100 feet seems to, to be about the sweet spot right now. And I'm assuming for pilots listening or anyone who flies, uh, it has obviously, you mentioned like a tower, uh, plenty of lights and, and and obviously letting folks in the air know there's an obstruction here. Be careful. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, we, we like to uh, make that caveat that we follow all rules and regulations. You know, we work with a, a lot of great groups here in Wisconsin, uh, but the Federal Aviation Administration is certainly one of them. So all, all commercial pilots who operate them and, and we follow the rules. Good. And of course, you guys talk about uh, various gaps in the current infrastructure. What do you think is causing that? And does Whisk Lift and your drones have the ability to maybe close those gaps? Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're 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 kind of trying to shift the mindset. Infrastructure is expensive, right? And yeah. we've been laying fiber optics for for fifty years, um, and we love fiber. It's great. So what we do is we extend that network out, and we've been successful doing that with everything from underground fiber to DSL to Starlink and Viacom satellites. Um, we're never going to cover the entire globe, unfortunately. I mean, uh, Tesla was working on that uh, over a hundred years ago. And we haven't gotten there yet. So what we like to do is is fill the gaps in. Um, and we're working with partners like the Wisconsin Economic Development Corporation and Public Service Commission to, to get those out to those rural and remote areas. Oh, terrific. What are some of the cool projects that you guys have already done or are in the process of working on that a lot of the folks in our audience will say, well, that's really neat and probably couldn't be done without what you guys do? Well, I, I like to think uh, one of the exciting ones right now, we're, we're doing a hybrid system that uses used car batteries to power it for extended periods. It's uh, it's green and eco-friendly. Um, but most people get, uh, I think they get the most excited when we tell them that we're out there doing this with military. So we've done a couple of major military exercises and our law enforcement, military, and first responders can use this to save lives. And I, I guess that's the most exciting, right? Oh, for sure. I'm noticing one of the, among several military things, Air Force Research Lab you're working with as well. That's right. We did a small business innovation research contract with them. And uh, and then, like I said, we've actually gone out and done it in the field. And uh, nothing's more exciting than putting networks into people who are, are doing the mission and and uh, absolutely a lot of fun working with my old brethren from the Air Force. Oh, for sure. Well, and, and thank you for your service and helping them with their service. So <laughs> I can see that it can make a, a big difference. How do we increase accessibility overall, do you think? I mean, certainly more fiber, more infrastructure in general, but 
it seems like your goal is certainly to make sure that everyone and anyone can have access to the net. And it's just not so easy always. I think you're absolutely right. It's changing a mindset. Uh, We think that dynamic networks is a way to connect everyone. Okay, what are dynamic networks then? Let's let's talk about that for a minute. And how do they work? Yeah, so uh, when I talk about a dynamic network, it's uh, I'm talking about a network that can be prioritized and scheduled. So it's moving the network around and and we can do it drone based. And if we don't have to cover large areas, we can actually do it with with a little bit less equipment. So uh, Dynamic network to me is anything that goes uh, from here to there and is prioritized. So you take your actual network with you when you need it Mm. as required, and then you shift it uh, somewhere else. Uh, The way we think of it is during the day, you you may be at school and you need a network there. And then when school's out, uh, students may need to study from home. So you want to be able to shift it to the neighborhoods and where they're at. And then if there's a big concert or or a gathering, you might want to shift it down to uh, city central. And so that same network can go all three places. uh, And it's kind of like the three for one approach. I like it. I also uh, am enjoying one of the quotes on your website. Broadband calls it the last mile. Cell networks call it dead zones. The result is end users just don't have connectivity. Whisk Lift provides connections in that space. So you are filling in the gap of accessibility, and I think that's awesome. Yeah, that's exactly it, Dave. I think uh, we've all been in that situation where we've dropped an important call or we're sitting there and watching the, the spinning wheel on our computers, and uh, and you really need to get something out. And we aim to fill that spot based on priority, and that's, that's dynamic networking. Well, well, keep that up, and I can see more and more of it, and certainly your ability to help more folks all around the country and around the world, for that matter, uh, constantly increasing with various projects that you guys are working on. Uh, Keep up the good work and keep us informed as you do new things, because we'll be delighted to help you promote them. Absolutely. Thanks, Dave. We appreciate you helping us uh, spread the word. It's our pleasure. Scott Williams, the CEO of Whisk Lift, as in Wisconsin Lift, right? W-I-S-C-L-I-F-T dot com. We'll get you there when you visit us at intotomorrow.com. Stay tuned. There's much more to come. I'm Dave Graveline right here on the Advanced Media Network. I can't let diabetes get in my way. So here's what I do. I wear the Dexcom G6. It continuously sends my glucose numbers to my phone. And the arrow shows me where I'm headed and how fast. Without finger sticks or scanning, making it much easier to keep my glucose in range. The more time I spend in range, the better I feel. And the more I can cross off my list. Don't let diabetes get in your way. Check out Dexcom.com slash in range. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G6 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. listening to Into Tomorrow. I'm Cameron Graveline, reminding you to participate by letting us hear you on the show and win prizes. Call 800-899-INTO, use a free Into Tomorrow app, or click the Ask Dave microphone at intotomorrow.com. Now, back to the guys. Thank you so much, Cameron, and so appropriate on this Father's Day weekend, because you're his father. I am. 
And I'm your father. You are. And it's all about this Father's Day stuff. Yes. Yeah, happy Dad's Day. When Facebook introduced the news feed back in 2006, people freaked out. Time called it Gen Y's first official revolution. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I love our tech tidbits. They're, they're kind of fun. Yes. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by Dexcom, the only continuous glucose monitor FDA permitted for kids ages two years and up. Visit dexcom.com. I shall do that. Brad in Tyler, Texas, listens on KTBB AM and FM. Hey, Brad. I currently have a phone that is needing to be upgraded and i'm thinking about going to a wearable only and not even having a phone are there any wearables like watches that are all-encompassing where that would be an easy transition to make i text a lot and use my phone quite a bit well brad yes and no you can get watches that can have their own mobile connection And they are able to send text messages and make voice calls or even do things like stream music and make NFC payments. There are several problems, though. Their mobile plans typically assume that they're an add-on to a phone's plan. So you need to tack your watch onto someone's phone plan to get it. Making calls and responding to texts using your voice works reasonably well. But it's really a pain day-to-day. Think about how many times you might text someone back in a crowded environment. Do you really want to be dictating all of your responses aloud to your wrist? And can they hear it with the background noise? And you'll also most likely want to carry Bluetooth earbuds with you at all times. They're not strictly necessary, but trying to have a phone call with a speaker and a microphone at your wrist is not great. Um, Again, you'll be broadcasting your call to everyone around you, but also in louder environments, it'll be hard to hear what the other person is saying. You'd really be better off with a $30 Android phone or even a flip phone than an expensive wearable um, if what you want is really just to make phone calls and texts. Yeah, and especially because at the end of your call, you say you text a lot and you use your phone quite a bit. Well, then why would you want to get rid of your phone? So we're a little confused by that, Brad, but I hope the input that we provided helps you out a bit. And when you visit us at intotomorrow.com, I'm sure you are already, Brad, a subscriber to our free once-a-week tech newsletter. But if not, please put in your email address. That's all we ask for, and we don't share it with anyone. We maintain your privacy. Always have, always will. And then you'll get a subsequent email. So be sure and check your email and your spam filter just in case. And click the link that says, are you sure? Because it's double opt-in. We don't spam anybody. We want to make sure that you want to get our free once-a-week tech newsletter. You can sign up at intotomorrow.com. Attention. Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19. But you can't go it alone. Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. 
The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call 800-683-9499. Welcome back to Into Tomorrow. I'm Cameron Graveline, the real brains behind this operation. So if you have a tech question, ask Dave so he can ask me. Call 800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686. Or use the free Into Tomorrow app. Call in, win stuff. Thank you. And thank you, Cameron. The real brains behind this operation. Mm -hmm. Did you know in early drafts of the Back to the Future script, the time machine was built out of an old refrigerator? That would have been a very different movie. Wouldn't it have been? And we Instead of the DeLorean? And there's so many people that wouldn't have even heard of a DeLorean these days. I, that's very true. <laughs> Holy cow. Fun tech tidbit for you from Into Tomorrow. Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. Don't forget, you can hear Into Tomorrow 24-7 on our website and in our free app. We stream the last several weeks of Into Tomorrow nonstop with the help of our friends at StreamGuys.com. Don in Wilmington, Delaware, listens on WDEL. Hey, Don. I have an older model, Dish Network DVR, and I'm thinking about upgrading to the newer Hopper system. But I use some remote hard drives in order to expand my memory for, of course, taping movies and series and stuff like that. I know you have to format the uh, new hard drives, remote hard drives, when you plug them into the DVR. If I upgrade to the Hopper system, will I lose all my memory or my recordings from the remote hard drives if I plug them into the Hopper system, which I assume will have to reformat in order to utilize the remote hard drive with the new Hopper DVR? Well, Don, unfortunately, yes, you will most likely lose your recordings. The Hopper will try to format your drives, and even if it didn't, it would almost certainly store recordings in a different format. So unfortunately, this is one of those you don't buy the media, you're just licensed to use it situations. Yeah, your recordings are basically long-term rentals, and if you switch devices, you'll almost certainly lose them. Uh, there aren't good ways to get around that either. You can't legally transfer them, and they're typically encrypted, so you can't easily illegally play them either. Um, you'll have to choose between your old recordings and a new DVR, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I remember having the Hopper system and going to the new Hopper system as well many years ago, back when Dish was a good company. And, uh, and it was a problem because I had so many shows that I hadn't yet seen, and I didn't want to lose them. So I ended up just having to binge watch everything that was on the device and then take pictures, screenshots, actual pictures with my phone of the stuff I had preset so I didn't forget to set up any series and stuff. It was a pain. But, Don, I hope those suggestions can help you. Let us know how it works out for you. And let's all meet at intotomorrow.com. Bringing you the latest in consumer electronics and technology, this has been Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. 
To participate with Dave and his tech geniuses and win prizes anytime, 24-7, use our free Into Tomorrow app for your iPhone, Android, and Netbooks. Available in your app store or call 1-800-899-INTO. That's 1-800-899-4686. Be sure to visit our website anytime to read our show notes and watch our ITTV videos at intotomorrow.com. And join us next week as we bring you further Into Tomorrow. Into Tomorrow. 